open your Bibles with me, if you would, to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6. And our core kids are dismissed to their classes now. As you're turning there. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 6 and verse 1. When you got it, say so. And the Bible says, Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this? Was Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except... Now he could do no mighty works there, except that he laid that he laid his. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching, and he called the twelve to spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, tunics. Also he said to them, In whatever place you enter a house, stay there till you, when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them in the day of judgment then for that city. So they went out and preached and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Jump down to verse and go before him to the other side to Bethsaida while he, was, while he sent the prey. Now evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea and he was alone on the land. Now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea and would have passed by them. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out. For they all saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased, and they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and marveled, and they had, for they had not understood about the loaves because their heart was hardened. Lord God, we come to you this morning and we thank you for your presence. We thank you. For the reminder, Lord God, that we are new creations in you and the old has passed away and all things are made new. We thank you for the revelation and reminder of your love toward us. And this morning, Lord, receptive to the truth of your word and that your name would be glorified. Not only said, amen, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. If you do not have an outline, please always it's very important that you have the outlines because you can follow a line for you to think about. And then thirdly, this is a tool that you can utilize. Not and as we continue to discuss on Wednesday nights and, and Tuesday nights in our Connect, how we are supposed to help others grow in their faith. And so also, it's been since the last update you got on, um, on us. It hasn't been 21 days since I preached. So like I'm like... It was only two Sundays, right? But, you know, one of them I was out with my amazing. That was, that was good. It's been a long time since I missed a Sunday, you know, so I missed it. Uh, but I have the preaching, and so I was streaming live, and then I text Lou. I'm like, bro, did something happen? He's like, yeah. The, you know, nonetheless, the, uh, it, it, was, it was a great time away. And then um, last week, they, you know, they, it was going to be a, I knew that it was going to be the Clergy Appreciation Sunday, but I was not aware. Preach double today. Amen? 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just joking. But anyway, my point was in saying orange, and we are actually out of the Old Testament. We are into the New Testament. You've been following along. It's four through seven. That's the actual reading for this morning or, or this, this, this day. Come back on and, you know, get in here in the Gospel of Mark. If you didn't even start, you're in the flesh. That's, that, that's on you. But here's what I want you to know. There's good news. You can start today. I'm just saying. Like, you can jump right in right now, and you will read throughout the whole New Testament. We'll be glorified. Amen. All right, so jump on there. So we are in the gospel. Um, we, we just skipped over chapter 5, and that's intentional in a sense. And the, I didn't want to get off the schedule because, like I told you, I have the schedule that we walked through for the year. And so we're going to go through Mark chapter 5. Today, in the gospel of Mark chapter 6, we are going to deal with the topo, and I'm not turning back, right? Because that is what we as believers are called to do. We are called to, we're called to follow. We're called to follow him with all of our lives and with everything that's in us. And so thus, of the divinity of Jesus as he depicts him as a servant king using his ability. So remember, for those of you that may uh, have not heard, but in the intro, the gospel of doing is this is the shotgun gospel, right? Because he just like starts running like from Mark, that Matthew or Luke share. And obviously John is not a synoptic gospel. Show his Roman readers who Jesus is. And what he's, what he's doing is he's talking about the miracles and he spends such little time dealing with the parables. It's because he's serving. And if you, and we didn't read this um, together, but if you if you just look, you don't have to read, read to verse 29. There is a there is a portion there in chapter six dealing with Herod. He's not a king like Jesus. And a lot of the commentaries, what they said is that this chapter king. And so this gives us a good picture of that. And so we see who Jesus is, and what does he do? He uses it not about him, right? It's not, it's not about him bringing attention to himself. As a matter of fact, we've said this a few times possible, and have the least amount of followers because every time that he preaches a message, he doesn't ever preach. He's like telling people, "Look, you want to follow me." You got to take up your cross. Like he is being direct and letting them know to instruct everyone, right? That's what it's for. It's for them. And then he uses his power, his liberating power, because what does he do? He walks into a scenario and he, he delivers a man to him from this demonic oppression. And so Jesus walks and brings liberty to him. And then he goes as he's laying sick. And on the way, a woman with the issue of blood touches him. And so he couldn't take care of that nobody had an answer to. She's liberated. He didn't even touch her. She house and he raises his his daughter up and so what does he do he liberates that family or that's what he shows us in chapter 5 there so that was the sermon in like three minutes so that's you to God but anyway so the second paragraph here Mark continues to walk us through more of G miracles for us to continue to understand the kind of servant leader he was now I want I want you to look at this third paragraph here because this is very important it is the most important thing for he is calling us to follow him Jesus is not just it's not just about learning what he taught it's not just about learning more to hear some stuff or to learn some stuff whenever we come to the Bible it's about him God is calling us to follow his son that's what he's saying he's saying follow We're not just supposed to learn more about Jesus but we are supposed to follow him to experience opposition that's a fact that's the, that's the first point that we'll deal with we're going to decide man this just isn't working hello we, we come to conclusions that are not biblical. It means that we follow him, understanding that we are supposed to follow him until the it is following Jesus is the only way to ensure we make a great impact of Jesus. I'm not, I'm, I'm not just talking about just coming to church. I'm not just talking about just picking up your Bible. I'm not just talking about doing some good works once in a while. That's all part of following Jesus. That if we are going to make an impact in our culture, the 
I don't know if you guys remember this. So youth ministry for me, we've been in church for 15 years. Youth ministry, people are saying they had these little cool bracelets, and it was, what would Jesus do? WWJD, what would Jesus do? And, you know, before you know it, people are rocking the, you know, bracelets, and they the thing. It's not about rocking the outfits. It's not about putting on the bracelet. The question, buying the principle. You know, it's like in our day, you know, right you know, right now it's cool to wear crosses. And listen, how good if that's fashionable for you, and I, I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm not a real big jewelry guy, but, you know. In the days of Jesus, people were running from the cross. Are you here? It, was, it, it wasn't Jesus' day that wasn't like in the marketplace. There wasn't a place where they made crosses, right? Like, hey, yo, we not like that. Like, nobody wanted a cross. But in our days, like, the cross is a cool thing. I mean, we thought about it, you know, but I'm like, too, I'm not, I, it's too much money to get all that. But here's the thing, right? Like, I mean, that, that's, but, you know, you, 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 you get this cross and you, you wear it, but there's no significance of death of suffering, of sacrifice, of a place where someone's to rock it and to look nice. It's for me to live a life that brings glory to follow him. And if we are going to make an impact in our culture, it is going to require that we follow. We'll always be met with great opposition. You have to understand something. The moment that you decide that you are going to, what I just said, I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to be verbose and like, oh, I'm just trying to make you think big. No, no, no. That you are going to follow Jesus, all of the power and work of hell, right? It'll manifest in your boss. It'll manifest in coworkers. It'll manifest in neighbors. Is that the moment that we decide to follow him, we are going to see opposition. So here's the we should know that we're going to have opposition. This is something that is going to all of the scriptures that we're going to cover. <clears throat> But we'll read this one. Followed him. Say, followed him. So again, remember what I said. We're talking about following the leader. And so in our context, wherever you were born, wherever you were raised, that's what Jesus was doing. He was going. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogues. And many hear it, these things. And what wisdom is this which is given to him that such, at least most of them, mine here, and probably some of yours, you will notice that the word man and the word, you no, know, in the original text is not like that. And the reason why I'm pointing that out is because the writers are trying to know the original people who were speaking, they weren't, they weren't recognizing deity in him. Saying, who is, who is this? And like, straight up, who's this fool, right? Like, like that. Like, how do I, carpenter, right? Now, I want you to notice the S, that capital S, their son, again, they were saying, is this not the son of Mary and the brother of James? And I like to say, right, are not his sisters here with us? So they were a uh, Fender notice something that for us, it, like doesn't, it doesn't seem like much. But in the context here, it is huge. Like he's just a regular carpenter. But the next line that they say, the next question, is this never would say, is this the son of the mother? They would always say, is this, the, this that illegitimate dude that was born 30 years ago? You remember that? Remember Mary? Hello. Remember her? And, 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 and they try to cover it up and act like married, and she had this bump that was coming out, right? Like, you know, you know how you do that stuff about people anyway, but, you know, you, you, you try. They were like, wait a second. She had this baby before they were even married. He doesn't deserve to, to have this revelation. He doesn't deserve to have this ministry. And we may not understand this, but they were astonished. They were amazed, but they weren't humbled. Hello. I'll tell you something. No one in this room is worthy. Are you here? They deserve something. And so we have to realize this. This is the sad thing. The sad thing here is that one of the most, and have seen us grow up, are the most resistant to the gospel we preach. I have my, my, my brother, my youngest brother, you need to pray for him, his name is Juan. My youngest brother, I just went the other day to be converted. He became a Muslim. 
And so you know that, you know, uh, we, had our, we had our brother Lee on that day. You know, I have everything that I could have studied. I intentionally didn't look at any of it, right? And it was arguing because I'm going to get heated. He's going to get heated. And it's just an ugly situation, right? So I don't want to go through all that. All that Jacksonville, and he's about to get out in a couple of weeks. And, you know, I met him, you know, like two years ago. So, you grew up in my house. Like, like you saw me gangbang. You saw me crazy. You A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives. It is, it is a, if this is Jesus now hello somebody right this is that his own country was like bro who are you I'm not trying to hear the message that you're preaching and you need to continue to share the truth in love you need to continue to live the truth faithfully of this if they don't repent it's gonna be an ugly situation for them and so the last verse I want to love is of their unbelief then he went and about the villages in a circuit teach faith that everything that you're believing for is going to happen the exact way. This is, this is who you are. This is what you've done in the past. I'm believing you. Anybody been in that place where you are believing us is that we must live our lives in a way. Now listen to this, that we are caught for who he is. We continue to trust God's word. We continue to stand no to certain prayers. I wish I knew. I wish I knew why God didn't knows to keep me from believing that he is a God that says yes as well. That he is a guru, our lives. The second thing I'll ask you to repeat after me is this. Say, making a great impact. In the next portion of the scripture, in verses 7 through 13, the scripture says, Jesus calls the gospel. And here's what I want you to understand, is that you are a sent people, person who is sent by God. I want you to know that the same authority that these mandate empower, but we have to recognize that we are sent by God. Every day, a message that is sound. You have a message that, listen, it's going to be craziness to some people, but that. And so we have to be faithful to go forward. And, and, and I want you to realize how important this is. Now, assuredly, I say to you, it, it will be more tolerable for on our lives as his children is one of life and death armor of God. We should be asking God to fill us with his spirit and we should be praying, communicating. And when we walk away, listen, don't just walk away like it's over. You in seat of our God, they are going to be separated from him and sent to hell for and so our mandate is one that is huge. The third thing that I'll ask you to repeat after me is, so after all this time, Jesus sends his disciples out into the, into the waters again. And, and so he separates himself, but his disciples are on the water and they're rowing. And as they begin this, because there's another portion in scripture and it's in his dealing with Moses in the book of Exodus, I believe, to show them his glory for a reason. And it is this, look at verse 52. They didn't understand, wait a second, this is the God we serve. They, they, didn't, they didn't grasp that. But look what the Bible, right? They weren't like in the back of the crowd. They were the in crowd, right? They were the guys that Jesus say firsthand. And guess what? You get to come and get the cliff notes. Hello. You're privy to the messages of authority that he, that he ministers. And we can be privy to the intimate knowledge in, in our lives to look at the example of Jesus. So how is it that we don't become callous? He always does this. He always separates himself and that way to prayer. See, the whole point of this sermon series is about us making impact in our families. We should strive to see this type of impact in our neighborhoods. We should point of this. And what I noticed is this, is that the other day I was talking with Brother Tracy and but him and I were speaking um, this week after that, that night of prayer. And he said, you know, the, the motive with all of their heart. And I've told you before, the book of Acts is one of my favorite books in the Bible. And the reason we fill with people who are given to prayer, not people who just pray. Upside down have come here also. 
Now, I need you to think about the weight of those words. It's because they heard what Jesus taught. They were filled with the... What do you find in the book of Acts? Well, you find that the scripture opens up the book of Acts, Jesus ascending into heaven. They get filled with the Holy Ghost. 3,000 people get saved. You fast forward a little bit. Persecution that they went forward and the power of God was manifesting through them. And so they can, you continue on in vision and revelation from God because of what? He was giving himself to prayer. He's got to be released. And the Bible shows us that he comes to the door, knocks on the door. They didn't even believe that we need to be those kind of people. And then Paul, he's persecuting the church on his way. What does he do? He goes into prayer and he's seeking God's face. And while he's in prayer, Ananias, and you, you understand the whole thing that's happening. These, this is what it means to be given to prayer. Given to prayer. We, and that's what it means to follow the example of Jesus. Je I, I don't think that life gets easier because we pray more. I just think that I'm not going to tell you, well, if you pray, all your problems are going to go away. That's not true. That's not true. God and so we're talking about following Jesus. And so here's my closing question for you. It is this. Are you seeking, are you seeking to follow Jesus according to your own? That's a big question we got to think about. Because we can all say, yeah, I'm following Jesus, but I just said, follow me. Remember what those guys did? Remember earlier in Mark? Remember what they did? It wasn't like, you want me to be back? They didn't say that. Hold my spot. It wasn't none of that. They followed. That's what they did. They followed him without reservation, without reserve. And so my, according to what you're willing to give, or are you following him according to his will, which is everything of Jesus? Listen, it's not okay because you know what? Listen to me now. Kind of following Jesus is going to take you to hell. Jesus died so none of us have to spend eternity in hell. Jesus died so we could put our... That's not the question here. The question is, am I following him according to his will or doing it his way? And the beauty of it is, is that if you say, I'm doing it my way, if you're honest, trust me and do it my way. Do, listen, do like we did in the song earlier today. I'm not turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. I'm not turning back. All, all, all things behind me, right? The cross before me, the world behind me. That's what we are called to do, to follow him. So listen, if you are not following him the way that he calls you to follow him, I encourage you, repent. Turn away from that mindset. Don't think tomorrow's, listen, tomorrow is promised to no one. I know that sounds real morbid, but it's just the truth. Tomorrow's promised to no one. Right now is that moment that you can say, God, I want to follow you. And if you are following Jesus, then I'm going to ask you to search your heart. Is there any area in your life that you need to surrender? Is there any area in your life that you need to say, God, here's my heart. I surrender this to you. Whatever it is. Let's all stand on our feet and let's pray together. presence today and we acknowledge that to say the word are much easier than actually living that out and we pray God that you would give us hearts that are surrendered to you hearts that are submissive to you and submitted to your will not our own Holy Spirit search us search us Show us where it is that we're not surrendered. Show us where it is that we're not serving you. And give us the grace, give us the faith to repent and trust you today. Father, stretch your hand forward upon each person in this place. For those that are in this place that are not following you according to your will and they know it, God, may they turn today from their sin. May they trust you today. And for those of us, Lord God, that are following you, Lord, may we be honest. 
and recognize where it is that we're falling short. And let us trust you. Father, we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus.